Shalom to all! Today's office Beit Zadaf Lamed, we are starting at the bottom of Chav Tesson Beis with the brand new Perak. And today's office is sponsored by Ilya Nishmas, Maris Miriam, Sarah, Basar, Yaakov, Misha, Her Neshama, Shadav, and Oliel. And in honor of the yard site of Rabbi Yosef, Yontef, Ben, Rabbi Usher, Anshul, his Neshama, Shadav, and Oliel. And he should be a male Yosha for his family and all of Klai Yisrael. Now we concluded the previous Perak discussing certain things that are prohibited on Yontef because of Ovdu Dechel. They're similar to the way this is performed during the week. And the Mishnah says, Hamevi Kadiyani Makam Makam, if a person brings pitchers of wine from one place to another, he's bringing them within the Tchum, so he's allowed to carry them. He needs them for his Yontif Suda. He's not allowed to bring them in a basket or in a box. That means he's carrying three or four at a time. Because He is allowed to bring pictures on his shoulder or carry them in front of him. That's because he's only carrying one or two and it's obvious he needs it for his Suda. If he's bringing straw for his animal to eat, he's not going to throw the basket behind him, carry it like a regular porter. That's because it's not covered Yontif. He is allowed to carry it in his hand. He is allowed to use a pile of grain. He is allowed to take from it for hasaka, he's allowed to use it for firewood, even though really it's not designated for firewood. He is not allowed to use wood in the mukta. The mukta is the alleyway behind his house. That's usually where he throws wood and a whole bunch of different things that he's saving for storage. He's not going to use it. He's not allowed to use that now. That's because it's mukta. It wasn't designated before Yantif. And as we just had learned in the Mishnah, a person should try to make a shinoi from the way that he does something during the week. That's because he doesn't want it to be of the and he wants it to be different than the way he does it during the week. However, the Gemara says, Tana, we have a brisa in E after Lashanis, if he's not able to make a shinoi motor, then he's allowed to do it the way he does it during the week. And asking Rav Mechuzah, Rav establishing Mechuzah, if it's usually carried with difficulty, meaning he usually carries this thing, it's a box, it's a bag of fruits, it's something that's heavy, it's carried with difficulty, it's usually carried behind him, then Lidru Baragla, he should carry it with a pitchfork that's easier, that's a shinoi, and that's something which is different than the way that's done during the week. Dudar Baragla, if he usually carries it with a pitchfork, Lidru Baragla, then he should carry it with a pole that's held on two shoulders, he holds it with his friend, they put the pole on their shoulders, Again, not only is that a shinoi, but that's also easier than the way that's usually done during the week. Dudar ba'agra, if it's usually carried on this pole with two people on their shoulders, then lidru ba'achpa, he should carry it handheld. Meaning you have this handheld pole, it's two people holding his pole in their hands, and that's how they should carry it. Even though it's not easier, it's still a shinoi, and it's not more difficult. Dudar ba'achpa, if it's usually carried in his handheld pole, nifra is sudri laveson, he should just put a suder, a kerchief on it, and that's a shinoi, and vim loy efshir, if it's not possible. If he doesn't have a kerchief, or he's afraid it's going to get ruined, shari, so then it's permitted to carry in the normal fashion. Dom Ramar, because it was stated, if he's not able to make a shinoi of the way that it's done during the week, it's permitted to do it the normal way on Yontif. And had said, as much as you're able to make a shinoi on Yontif, you should do so. We have these women, they fill up their pitchers with water from the river on Yontif, and they don't do it differently than the way they do it during the week. We don't say anything to them, why not? So Amalei, he responded, because there is no way to change. What do you want them to do? If this woman usually uses a large pitcher, so you want her to fill it up with a small pitcher, so now you're making her fill it up more times, she's going to have to go back and forth to the river, and that's not that's actually more work rather than less work. If she usually fills up water in a small pitcher, so now you want her to use a big pitcher, because that's a shinoi, now you're making her carry a much heavier load, and also that's not that's harder, not easier. Do you want her to cover it with a lid, perhaps it's going to fall off and she's going to end up carrying it in the Shusarabim, that's Usr. Do you want it to be tied on? Perhaps it's going to break and she's going to end up tying a really strong knot, which is Usr on Yontif. Do you want her to cover it with a cloth? Perhaps it's going to get soaked in water and she's going to end up squeezing it out and that's Usr. Therefore, we see that there is no possibility to change and therefore they're allowed to do it like normal. And once we're on this topic, we continue. Tanan, we have a mission that says, 
Rockton, Ve'em Sapkin, you're not allowed to clap or slap your hand on your thigh, Ve'em Merakten, and you're not allowed to dance on Yontif. That's because we're afraid if a person is very involved in this type of simcha, clapping, dancing, and whatnot, he's going to end up fixing klishir, he's going to end up fixing some sort of musical instrument, and that's a problem. But nowadays, we see that people do this. They clap and they slap their hands on their thighs and they dance. We don't tell them anything. Why not? So Amrlea Abaye responded to him, according to you, that every time we see someone doing something wrong, we have to protest, but we see not like that because Hada Amarava, he tells us, a person shouldn't sit at the edge of a lechi, it's perhaps an object is going to roll away from him and he's going to end up carrying it. As we learned in Masechus Erevin, one is not allowed to carry in a mavoy unless there's a tikkun of either a lechi, a post, or a kaira, a crossbeam made at its entrance. Now, even if it has a lechi, one should not sit at the entrance of the mavoy where the lechi is because an object might roll into the Rosh Hashanah and then he's going to bring it back into the mavoy being over the Isra Vaitzah. But nonetheless, Vahani Nashi, these women, the Shakan Chatzbayu, they take their pictures and they use them for sitting on, and they would bring them to the entrance of the mavoy, and we don't say anything to them. Why not? Why don't we protest this action of theirs? Ella must be Israel, leave Israel, It's better they do something by way of shagig, that they don't know that it's wrong, and it's better that they're not amazed, that you're going to tell them that what they're doing is wrong, and they're going to do it anyway. So hachanami, so to over here, with clapping and dancing, it's better that Klai Israel is shagin, they don't know that what they're doing is wrong, rather than they know that it's wrong, and they're going to do it anyway. And that's only something that's only Asr B'dayrabanan. Avol B'dayrais, if they're doing something that's an Isr D'ayrais, so then, we don't say the motiv shu shagin volume is eden, and we must protest that which they're doing wrong. And then the Gemara says, Valahi, that's actually not true. Because it doesn't make a difference if a person is being either deraisa or drabanan. We're not going to tell them anything if we know that they're not going to listen. That which a person has to add on to him kipper. They have to accept him kipper a little bit early. That actually comes from a pasuk. And people actually eat and drink until it gets dark, and they're being over this mitzvah of Taisavas Yemek and we don't tell them anything because we know they're not going to listen. And we had said at the end of our mission, a person was allowed to use a pile of straw. He's allowed to take from it, use it as firewood, even though he didn't designate it as such before Yontif. And Amrav Kahan, Rav Kahan said, this is what we said, you are allowed to use an oitzer. You are allowed to use something that's stored away. It's really meant for animal food. However, you are allowed to take it and use it as firewood. And money, who's this like? Rav Shimon, it seems to be like Rav Shimon. The Lesley Mukta, he does not hold of the strict interpretation of Mukta. And even though you didn't designate it before Yontif, it's not considered a Mukta. However, ask the Gemara, Ema Seifa, what about the end of the Mishnah? You're not allowed to use the wood in the Mukta, the wood which is in the alleyway, it's behind the house, that's because it wasn't designated before Yontif. So it's on the Rebbe Huda. it seems to be the end of the Mishnah's Rebbe Huda, the Islay Mukta, he holds to the strict interpretation of Mukta, so it seems to be a problem. Is the Mishnah Reb Shimon, or is it Rebbe Huda? So the Gemara says, no problem, really, the Mishnah's Reb Shimon. Hach over here, in that last statement of the Mishnah, and we're actually talking about different types of cedar wood, they're very expensive, they're used only for building the Mukta Kiss. They're mukta because you're going to lose money. They're very expensive, and you're not going to use it for anything else other than building. Vafila Reb Shimon, why even Reb Shimon agrees that that's considered mukta, and therefore you're not allowed to use it. Now, some say the Rav Kahana's memory was taught on the very end of the Mishnah. We had said you're not allowed to use this eitzim that's in the mukta that's in the alleyway behind the house. And on Rav Kahana, on that, he had said, you're not allowed to start with an eitzim, meaning you're not allowed to go into your storage house, which is really used for food for your animal. You're not allowed to take it for hasaka and use it for burning because you did not designate it before Yontif. And Mani, who would the Mishnah be like? Rabbi Huda, he, it seems to be Mishnah's Rabbi Huda, the Islay Mukta, he holds of the strict interpretation of Mukta. And since you hadn't designated it before Yontif, so you're not allowed to use it. But ask the Gemara, Emeresha, what about the first part of that statement in the Mishnah? Maschilin by Remasatevin, you are allowed to use this pile of straw even though you didn't designate it before Yontif. Asan Reb Shimon, it seems to be that now that's Reb Shimon, the Leslie Mukta, he doesn't hold 
did the strict interpretation of Mukta. So we answer not a problem. Really, the Mishnah could be Rabbi Huda. Hasam Atifnasarya, we're actually talking about rotted or moldy straw, and it can't be fed to his animal, and therefore the only thing you could use it for is for firewood. So even though you didn't designate it before Yantif, it's assumed that that's what you're going to use it for because you can't feed it to your animal. The Gemara asked, Tivnasarya, Hachazi Latino, you could still use it for cement. You're able to mix it as cement, and therefore it actually could be used for a building, and since you didn't designate it before Yantif, it would be Usr. The Gemara says, no, you can't use it for cement either. The Isbe Kaitzim, because it has thorns in it, and the way that they would mix cement is with their hands and their feet, and since it has thorns, they would poke themselves, and therefore they cannot use it for cement. The only thing it could be used for is for firewood, and that's why even Rabbi Huda would be Maskim, you're allowed to use it. And now we continue with the Mishnah Lama Nama on the top, and this Mishnah discusses a sukkah, not the one that we sit in on sukkahs. It actually looks like the one we sit in on sukkahs. However, it's just one that's used for shade and relaxation throughout the year. So the Mishnah tells us, a night them in a sukkah. You're not allowed to take wood from the sukkah itself, and as we know from Secha Sukkah, sukkah is al shem schach, so you're not allowed to take wood from the schach on Yontif. We're talking about on Pesach Hashvuos, you're sitting in the sukkah, you're trying to just get rest and relaxation, sitting in the shade, it's really nice. You're not allowed to take wood from that schach, that's because it's sicer, it's considered demolishing the sukkah. You're only allowed to take from that which is samachla. Now right now our havamina is that samachla means the top part of the schach, which isn't really necessary, because we already have enough schach to provide you with shade, so therefore this extra schach is permitted to take, and you're not over the Isra of Stira. Now the Gemara asks, Why is it that you're not allowed to take from the schach itself, the kasasar ayla, because you're considered being sicer and oil, you're demolishing a tent, you're taking away from some of the roof, even if you take from the thicker part of the schach, from the top part, which is not really necessary, you're also being sicer and oil, it's considered bottle to the schach, it's bottle to the roof, and you're being sicer as well in that case. So why are you allowed to take from the top part of the schach and not the bottom part? So I'm Rabbi Hudam Rashmoli answers, my samach, what does that mean? You're allowed to take from samach? Samach and tefanis. It means you're allowed to take from the wood, which is actually near the walls of the sukkah. Since they're not attached to the walls, we don't say that they're bottle to the walls, they're not actually considered part of the walls of the sukkah, therefore you're allowed to take it, you're allowed to use that on Yantav, and it's not considered like you're being sicer. Now, from Menashe, Amr, he says, Even if it's not wood, which is next to the funnest, it's actually from the schach itself. You're allowed to take it on Yantav. When that was taught in the Mishnah, that you're allowed to take it on Yantav, it's actually talking about bundles of straw that you had placed on top of the schach, and you didn't untie them, so they were never bottled to the schach, they were never part of the schach, so those you are allowed to take on Yantav, and that's not a problem. And Tanya B'chir Bar Yosef, Kamid Rabbi Yechon, he taught this brass in front of Rabbi Yechon, you're not allowed to take wood from the sukkah except that which is samachla, and Rabbi Shimon Matir Rabbi Shimon allows that. They both agree that we're dealing with a sukkah sukkah on sukkah, shasur, that you're not allowed to take anything from the sukkah. However, if you made a tanai on it, everything is based off his tanai, everything is based off his stipulation, and then you would be allowed to take from it. And now we analyze Rabbi Shimon's opinion. Rabbi Shimon Matir, he allows you to take from the sukkah itself, and it doesn't have to be min As the Gemara of you're being sized with oil, you're demolishing the sukkah by doing that, by taking away some of the schach. So Amr Nachum Yitzchak answers, and over here we're talking about a sukkah which had fallen down, and you're not demolishing anything because it already fell down. He doesn't hold to the strict interpretation of mukta, and this would be permitted. On Shabbos, after the lamp goes out, we have leftover oil in the ner, which is the lamp, the ka'ara is the plate. Also, the Tanakhama does not allow you to use that oil. Reb Shimon Matir, Reb Shimon does allow you to use that oil. So just like in the case of the lamp, after the flame got extinguished, you are allowed to use that oil, according to Reb Shimon, so too, after the sukkah fell down, you're allowed to take from the schach itself. The Gemara asks, hold on one second, me dummy, is it comparable? Hasam over there, Adam Yeshiv Mitzapa Emesaitich Benerai, a person's waiting when is his lamp going to be extinguished. He knows when he lights the candle, Erev Shabbos, that it eventually is going to be extinguished, and there's going to be some oil left over, and he's going to want to use that. So therefore, he already had das before Shabbos that he's going to want to use that extra oil. Hach over here, Adam Yeshiv Mitzapa Emesaitich you think a person sitting and waiting, when is his sukkah going to fall down so that he could use some wood from it? That doesn't make sense. So even according to Shimon, he wouldn't have in mind that his sukkah is going to fall down and he shouldn't be allowed to use it, even according to 
Reb Shimon, even though it fell down. On Reb Nachman Reb Yitzchak, he answers, Hacha B'Sukkah Ru'askin. Over here, we're talking about a very shaky, wobbly sukkah. That already before Yontif, he had his das. He knew it was going to fall down on Yontif, and therefore he already had das on it. And that's what Reb Shimon would say. He's allowed to use that sukkah. And we had said Veshavin. They both agree. B'Sukkah Sachag B'Chag. A sukkah sukkah on sukkah. Shehi Asur that it's Asur. V'Mhisna Aleh. However, if you made it tonight, if you made a stipulation, Hakalafi tonight, then everything is based off of this stipulation. Ask the Gemara. Mima Hani about tonight. Does it tonight actually work? He says, How do we know that the wood, the schach of the sukkah is usher all seven days of sukkahs? Shinemar says in the Pasuk, The Yatav of sukkah is seven days for Hashem. He says, How do we know that just like Shem Shemaim is chal on the carbon chagiga, that means that the carbon chagiga, which is brought in Yatav, has kedusha, so too Shem Shemaim is chal on the sukkah itself, and the sukkah itself has kedusha. Tamalemer says in the Pasuk, just like the Karmic Chagiga is for Hashem and it has Kedusha, so too the Sukkah is for Hashem as well, it has Kedusha, and a Tanaya stipulation isn't going to work at all. So Amr Vimnashi, Rei Durava, he answers, Seifa, the end of that, which says that you're allowed to use a Tanaya, that's just talking about a regular Sukkah that you use for shade, not talking about a Sukkah Sukkah, but as we had said previously, a Sukkah that you're sitting in on, let's say, Pesach or Shavuos, and you might want to use something, so then you can make a Tanaya. Avo Sukkah the Mitzvah, but when you're dealing with a Sukkah of Mitzvah, meaning the Sukkah on Sukkahs, so then a tanai does not work at all, and you're not allowed to use that sukkah at all. The Gemara asks, hold on one second. The sukkah the mitzvah loy, you're not able to make a tanai when it comes to the sukkah of mitzvah, the sukkah sukkah. But tanya we have a brayso sechel kalchasa. He put on kasher eschach veitra, and then he decorated it b'kram sedin matzuriyarim with colored cloths and embroidered linens v'talaba, and he hung on it agayzim shkedim afaris kim v'rimayim uprachila and navim nuts, almonds, peaches, pomegranates, and grape clusters yenais shman muslasis veitra shibalim bottles of wine, oil, fine flour, and wreaths of grain. Also stopping him hand on mitzvah. You are not allowed to use any of these things that you had hung as decorations until after the last day of Sukkot. However, if he made it tonight that he wants to use them, everything is based off of his tonight. So we see that tonight does work when we're dealing with the Sukkah of Sukkot. So they both answer, If a person says, I am not separating myself from these things that I'm hanging up as nice Sukkot, as decorations, all then Kedusha is not Chal on them. They don't actually get Kedusha and they're not Mokta. Something attains its Mokta status, Banish Mashas leading into Sukkot. As long as he stipulates that he's not removing his ability to use them banish mushes, then it become mukta at all, and he's actually able to use them banish mushes. If he decides that he needs a pomegranate banish mushes, he wants to top his salad with some pomegranate seeds. It's nice. He's garnishing it with the pomegranate seeds, so he's allowed to take that banish mushes. Avalatse sukkah, but the actual wood of the sukkah, the chalak kedusha alayu, the kedusha is chalam than banish mushes. He's not able to make this tonight because if he decides to take wood of the sukkah banish mushes, he's going to be over steer. He's going to be over demolishing his structure, so his tonight wouldn't work at all. So then it's katsay l'shiva. It becomes mukta for all seven days of sukkahs. Ask the Gemara, why is this any different than what was stated? Let's say he designated seven Israelim for seven days of sukkahs. Amaravi says, call each one of them, he could be yaitza with it, and eat it right away, right after he shakes with it. Ravasi Amar, he says, call he could be yaitza with each of his Israelim, and he could eat it the next day. But at least we see that according to both Rav and Ravasi, that he's able to eat these Israelim, and he doesn't have to wait till after sukkahs. They're not considered mukta. So the Gemara answers, no. Over there, when we're dealing with shaking Luv and Esrig, there's a difference between night and day. There's no mitzvah to shake at night. There's only mitzvah to shake during the day. So therefore, every single day is its own mitzvah, and therefore, after you're finished the mitzvah that day, you're allowed to eat the Esrig. Over here, when we're dealing with the mitzvah of sitting in a sukkah, there's no difference between night and day. You have a mitzvah to sit in the sukkah night and day. All days of sukkah is considered like one long day, and therefore, tonight wouldn't help with the sukkah itself. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up with the
fresh Mishnah tomorrow. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.